G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Want to win in life's challenges? To know the will of God and have more passion for Him? Practical help right now with Tark Barna and Running With Fire. Moments with God. I hope it's getting through. It's We've been on this for almost two weeks now. I pray like crazy that you have had some moments with God. You've had some touches from God which make Him real, more real than He's been to you previously. Maybe you've heard his voice. Maybe a scripture spoke to you. Maybe in a time of prayer, something stirred within your spirit and you thought, wow, God, you are present. You are powerful. You are real. So we've been saying throughout this week, we're putting religion to the sword uh, and we want to restore the reality of the presence and the power of God in our lives. One of the most remarkable encounters that I've heard of, of a person that uh, I actually got to meet, a guy by the name of Augustine Jibukumar. He lived in South India. South India is pretty cool. It's where a lot of the Christians are. And God began to call him to North India, to Bihar. Bihar is known as a missionary's graveyard. Like, you just go there basically to die. So he said to God, sorry, God, love you a lot, but I ain't going to Bihar. I wonder if you've ever said that, something like that. Anyway, one day he's out in the fields and he has a vision, vision of, of Jesus, of some kind of vision. Again, ask him to go to Bihar. Bihar. And he said, no, he said, God, I'm not going to Bihar. I know about that place. I ain't going to do it. Then this vision changed. And in this vision, he saw the eyes of the Lord. And these teardrops fell from the Lord onto him. And God said again, will you go? Would you believe this? He said, still said no. Gosh, he must have been pretty stubborn. I don't know. He said, no. Finally, he hears the audible voice of God. And God says to him, if you don't go, I have no one else. Finally, after all of that, he went to Bihar. I've been up there to speak for him. And uh, in 30 years, he's planted 1,200 churches and has got 20,000 workers all started with a moment, an encounter with God. Now, look, your encounter's probably not going to be anything like that, but it's still real, it's still powerful, and it still means you can impact your world, meaning your family, your co-students, your co-workers, your street, your community, your church, wherever it might be. A moment moves us forward into living a life and serving God. And, you know, one of the reasons that God will encounter for us, in fact, I'll tell you how to position yourself for encounter. This is one way I think you can do it. Allow God to give you a heart for mission, for lost people. Because I believe the more you connect with mission, mission meaning your neighbor, your friends, anyone who doesn't know Christ, the more you connect with mission, the more you are ready for an encounter. Because Acts chapter 1 verse 8 says, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Why, why would you have that come upon you? Well, you shall be by witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. So 
God touches our lives, impacts us for what? It's for purpose. It's not just for feel good. Not saying go home and say, well, God, touch my life. I had an encounter and then go and sleep on your lazy boy and do nothing. I mean, what's the point of that? No, no, God encounters us to really to move us to serve him. And, and that could be serving in any possible way. It doesn't have to necessarily be reaching the lost people. Just serving God in whatever capacity or whatever doors he opens up to you. You know that, and you probably know this, most of the miracles in the Bible were in the marketplace where people are out there telling people about Jesus. C.S. Lewis, most of you, many of you heard of him, one of the greatest Christian writers. He wrote the Chronicles of Narnia. And growing up, he got hurt. No longer believed in God, became an atheist. It means I do not believe in God at all. 1931, a few years ago now, he met God, listen to this, while riding in the sidecar of a motorcycle on a journey to the zoo. I'm telling you, God can choose his moment when to speak to you. On that journey, he came to a realization he needed Christ. He said, when I set out, I did not believe in Je that Jesus was the Son of God, but when I reached the zoo, I did. <laughs> I love that story. Spiritual conversion. He just, in a sidecar of a motorcycle on the way to the zoo, he has this moment with God, and in that moment, God became real to him. He gave his life to Christ and was saved. And he became a spokesman of the faith and has impacted Christians across the globe for many, many years with his writings. As he raised, I said, he wrote the Chronicles of Narnia. A moment with God changed his life. God wants to do the same for you. Tark Barner is the Senior Pastor of Church Unlimited in Auckland, New Zealand. For more information, to make contact or to listen again, look for Running With Fire at our website, vision.org.au.